Welcome to the second half. I'm your host, Melanie Kenneman, and I'm excited to spend the next hour with you interviewing some of my favorite people in the world. Uh, you know, a lot of people put a lot of weight in the first half of any game, and what they don't realize, it's actually in the second half. The things that you do, the actions you take, the mindset you have that sets you up to win or fail at anything that you do or at any game. You're in for a treat at this episode with Katherine Rodham sharing how she went from being in teaching for 27 years into jumping full-time into real estate and making $1 million in GCI in just her second year in the business. It's incredible and couldn't be a nicer human being. So welcome to this episode. Very excited about my guest today, Catherine Rodham. And Catherine is somebody that has really stood out for me um, the last couple of years that I've been working closely with the North. Uh, Catherine actually was a school teacher for 27 years and made the leap to real estate. And in her second year in real estate, did $1 million GCI, which is a goal that many agents have their entire career that never hit that. And so we're, and, and she's the nicest nicest person you could absolutely meet. So I'm just excited to welcome to the show. Welcome, Catherine, to the show today. Thank you, Melanie. And it is such an honor to to speak with you today. Um, I've listened to almost all of the podcasts that you've done. And just to be a part of this just blows my mind away. So thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. And girl, you have earned that seat. Well, I, I love to introduce amazing people to the world. That's the whole reason why I do this live and I do this podcast. And I want them to see your amazing story. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who Catherine is and then we'll jump into other topics. Okay. So like you said, I did teach school for 27 years. I, I reflect back to um, my very first year as a teacher. I made $17,000 a year. Um, and, you know, fast forward, I taught elementary school, I taught middle school, my last 15 years of teaching, and then became an instructional specialist, and kind of just capped out, you know, at 50,000 is pretty much was the limit that I could make, and I knew that I wasn't ready to retire and I'm just, I'm too much of a good work. You know, I, I yeah, don't have exactly. to idle time. And so I, um, I got my real estate license, actually my last year of teaching so that when I retired in 2019, May of 2019, I joined Keller Williams um, in June and got on the amazing Lisa Cossip team in July with Merit Properties. I'll never forget meeting um, Polly C. He was the team leader at the time yes. that I went to interview, even though I didn't go to any other brokerage at all. I had no desire to. I knew where I wanted to go. And I met Ruth. I met Melanie Abraham, um, at Michelle. And just I left there that day feeling like this is the culture. This is the family. This feels right. Um, and, and Lisa, Lisa had told me years ago when she first joined Keller Williams, she said, I drank the Kool-Aid. Um, I'm never <laughs> leaving. And so I, I left that day feeling that just that just feeling inside like this is this is the right decision. 
Oh, I love that. And Lisa is quite an influence for you, right? In, in, in inspiring you to do this. Let's talk about that relationship because we all know and love Lisa Casa up here at KW in Austin. And she's just been around a really long time and been a, a very successful role model for, for, for many of us. Uh, how did, how do you know each other? So uh, Lisa and I went to the same high school. She's a couple of years older than me. Actually, Ward, my husband and her graduated high school together. So I've known Lisa my whole life. I know how successful she's been. She is the rock star. Her mother is also a local realtor in the hometown that I live in, Rockdale, just, and she lives just a few doors down. Quite the celebrity so, there, I hear. Uh, uh, yes, she's an icon. She's absolutely, <laughs> Judith Matula, she's absolutely amazing. Um, and I just, I, I knew I wanted to, to be a part of that. And Lisa has mentored me. I could not have done it without her, her at all. I mean, she was there to answer all my phone calls. And if she wasn't, bless her heart, I called her mom. <laughs> and, and then, you know, and she helped me too. And so it, truly, Lisa said when she first joined Keller Williams, she had a mentor and she's, she's paying it forward. And yeah. that's what I love about Keller Williams. People come from contribution. I've always had anyone that I've asked a question to, to help me. And that just feels good. And, and, and I want to be able to pass that along too. I love that. And, and your, your energy is just infectious. You have this, that's how you are all the time. However, I, I know if you're just listening to us later on the podcast, you know, you, you just overflow with this positivity. I wish you could see her lovely smile, but you just radiate kindness. And I love, I love when good people win. I really love when good people win. That's my favorite, actually. I think, I think it's not just about the winning. I think it's about uh, being great and kind and winning. I think that's, that's, we have so many people in the world and I love to feature those people. So you, my dear, are one of those in my eyes because I've done this so long and have seen many talent in my career. And, and it's not every day though, that somebody does a million dollars GCI their second year. That's a, that's a, that's a phenomenal, amazing accomplishment. Now I know you give a lot of credit to you had people to go to, but how do you think that happened? Like, because, you know, you go from being a, in a, in a, teacher environment for 27 years that's very different right and you move to a very entrepreneurial 100 based on results which is kind of refreshing right because you're get, actually getting paid for the work that you do but how let's let's talk about that because that's that's an anomaly how did you get into business so quickly i would say it's all about the relationships and coming from a a, a small town uh, 5,500 people population at the time, but we are expected to grow in the next seven to 10 years, 70 to a hundred thousand people. So stay wow. tuned for Rockdale, Texas, because it will be on the map. Uh, but it's about relationships. And I think I just naturally, I, you talked about the kindness. That's the way we were raised. Both my husband's parents uh, and my parents have been icons in our community. They've been well-respected. Um, they've, all, they've all passed away, but they left us a legacy. And so we, my husband and I, try to instill in our children the importance of giving back to the community. And my husband was a volunteer firefighter for 35 years, a fire chief for 15 years, I think. And 
we just try to give back as much as possible and stay involved in our community. So I think that part, um, knowing that we give back and we also think that people, if they know me and they can trust me with the biggest investment of their life, then I'm going to be their go-to realtor. Yeah, I love that. And I think there's nothing more important in, in the field that we all do than relationships, right? And not everybody has those, but even with that, even with you knowing so many people and the influence of, of your parents and your and Lisa and all these people, right? Um, there's still people though that would get their license, my dear, and have all of those connections and not be successful or not to that level. So uh, like, did you get real purposeful on systems or how did you like connect with so many people that you were in the business? Because you, you had to get in the way of opportunity, obviously, to hit the numbers that you did. How, what, what did you do? Did you start hitting open houses? Did you reach out to your database and say, hey, I just got my real estate license? Like, let's talk about that a little bit because that number is, is uh, too big to just gloss over and say just relationships. What did yes. you actually do? I would love to so hear that. I, I, I plugged into every bit of Keller Williams' education. And of course, being an educator my whole life, that was very important to me. I loved the Ignite training courses in person. I, I felt like I got a lot out of that. I participated in Power Hour with Polly C. Nice. Got right out of that comfort zone real quickly <laughs> and uh, practiced scripts. And yes, I did open houses. And I live about an hour from Austin, but I would do open houses anywhere Cedar Park, Liberty Hill. I'd go out to Lago Vista. It didn't matter. Um, I did at least four to five open houses a month my first year. And, you know, sometimes I would have nobody show up. <laughs> and sometimes we, we would have a lot of people show up. Um, but I would literally get up about six o'clock in the morning. I would drive to Cedar Park. I would place all my signs out. Then I would drive back home. I don't know why, but I, I could have taken some clothes or whatever. But anyway, that's the way I did it. And I came back home. Then I would get refreshed and get changed and get ready. And then I would go to the, and, and do the open house. So open houses, absolutely. I got my first buyer from an open house. It wasn't the open house that I was actually hosting, but found them one later on. Um, and I, I'll never forget um, after, I think it was during power hour, uh, one of the breaks, I was talking with Polly C and I said, you know, I'm, I'm a new realtor. There's really some established realtors already in, in my area, in, in Milam County in Rockdale. I, you know, I don't know. And he goes, well, how many people are there? And I said, well, we have about 5,500. He said, ah, oh, there's enough to go around. I didn't really believe him, yeah. but um, yeah. There is, <laughs> there is the way you, that you well, obviously you've proven so right, and and it's also changed the way you look at things and things you look at change. By the way, Paul Campanaro, if you hear of him, he is amazing, and he is now has a mega agent team. So he was a team leader here, just so that you guys know, he was team leader here for three and a half years. I was his OP, and when I came up north, he was ready to move back into sales. He's still doing Power Hour every Wednesday at eight a.m. in person. If anybody would like to join us here in Austin, just check with us, and we'd I love to have you. Encourage people to do that. Uh, yes. I know, I know, he does it virtually sometimes too. And and I've told my daughter, who is now on our real estate team, I'm like, get yourself there in person because yeah. it just it, it's it's a game changer. 
Yeah. Wednesdays at eight in person at the Northwest yeah. Market Center. So you, we need to get her there. Exactly. Yes. Which, by the way, your daughter has now joined us, too. Yes, she has. She got her real estate license about five or six months ago, I believe. And she is off to a great start. I believe she's already closed uh, six, six, yeah, six transactions. And she just is about to list two more properties in Taylor, Texas. So very, amazing. Very proud of her. Okay, so let's talk about mindset because right now the market has changed significantly. And, you know, a lot of people could say, oh, well, because of this or because of that, right? Um, why why many people were successful the last couple of years. And, and we all know, we know the truth to that. We know that a lot of people's numbers were bigger than normal because, you know, price points went up and stuff like that. But there are still a lot of people that work with clients that would write 30 offers and still not win a property because it was so competitive. So it's been a competitive, it's just now a different skill set that we need now, mm -hmm. right? How are you making that adjustment uh, in the new normal? Because for Courtney, your daughter, I mean, she doesn't know any better. So this is like, woohoo, this is a great market, right? And, you know, yeah. there, I've, I've got so many agents and depending on who I talk to, they'll tell me what's going on in the market. But you just told me that your daughter, who's brand new to real estate, uh, has done five transactions in the last five months, five or six, and she's got two more listings coming live right? It's a mindset thing and she doesn't know any better. So what, what do you, how's that adjustment going for you? Have you had to do anything differently? Let's talk about that a little bit. So we, as a team have tried to stay very consistent, um, persistent and really I'm laser focused. So, and we work a lot of hours. We work seven right now. We're working seven days a week. Um, sometimes 14 hours a day. And, and that's our choice. That's our sacrifice that we're making right now. But I couldn't be doing it with anyone better than my husband, who is my operations and marketing guy. guy and started <laughs> off as the sign guy. Um, we've been, he quit his job a couple of years ago to work full-time with me side by side. And it's been great. And so we've tried to make some changes in our marketing to adjust to the market. We, we do um, a lot of social media. He's real big into social media. Thank goodness that I, he can take care of all of that. I'm a little <laughs> challenged at times when it comes to that. Uh, but he does a great job with our marketing. Uh, just uh, It's just teamwork. And I think also being able to leverage I had to let go of some things which for me I, I I like to try to do everything and I realized um I can't I can't do everything and so I have some wonderful could not live without them transaction coordinators Alicia Nicole and Erin they are absolutely spectacular um have a bookkeeper now that does all my books have a you know we have our CPA that I never really needed a CPA before but now I do uh, our financial advisor which we we reflect on that the financial advisor he was a friend of ours family friend for years and he would come to our house when our girls were little and he'd say you, you need to invest in you know blah 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 and we're like, we just don't have the money to invest or anything right now so a couple of years ago, when things kind of turned around, we went to him and, you know, we stayed loyal to him and said, hey, we're ready now. We've got we've got the funds and we're ready to invest and we, and we trust you, you know, with our with our money. But, you know, again, that just goes back to, you know, probably 15 years ago, he was door knocking at my door 
And, you know, I answered the door. I'm like, oh, we just can't do it right now. But, you know, 15 years later, yeah, it's delayed gratification. But it's kind of like that in the real estate market also that you you just, uh, it might not happen next year, but it might happen a few years down the road. And I, I truly believe in that. And I think having that mindset, maybe now is not the right time for some people to buy or some people to sell. It could be, but maybe it's not. But down the road, they'll think of me. I love that's the long play, right? Real estate is always the long play. Anything that you're doing at a high level is the long play, right? And anybody that's looking for a quick fix or whatever, uh, it, it, it kind of burns out. Honestly, I had a guest on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Robert Mesh. He's a mega agent out of uh, Plano, uh, Frisco area. And he has an expansion team with us here in Austin. But he said he had two clients that reached out to him that he had contacted. One, he met at a networking event like 15 years ago. And called him and said, Robert, I'm ready. It had been 15 years. So it, it, there's such a power in what you just said. And, and, and yet, my dear, and yet your results came a lot faster than most people's, right? So what I, what I heard you just say is that you've quickly embraced the power of leverage, surrounding yourself with good people. Like that, get off your plate what's not your most important and highest, best use of time. Because you know what? There's no prize at the end of your life that you did it all. There's just not, right, Tamara? I think she can agree. There's no prize at the end of your life that said, wow, I did my contract to close and I did my accounting. I did all that. Great. And you had a very mediocre, okay, maybe you had a, maybe you had a good life, but you can have a great life when you leverage and bring in really talented people that do what they do at a high level so you can do what you do at a high level. And I love that you've embraced that because I know you've been on a team, but but you've really you've really run your own business with your husband, right? And I, and I love that as an example that somebody so quickly understands that concept. Um, let's go back though to, let's talk about your business a little bit. And I, I love that answer about leverage quickly because I'll tell you what, I've talked to agents for years and they won't let go of some of those things. And, and they're their own ceiling. You're your own ceiling of growth if you don't allow yourself to bring in help, right? Because everybody has their maximum, like their, their ceiling, what they can achieve by themselves. And your life can only get bigger when you take other people with you. And I, I love that you've embraced that. But I want to talk more about your business because you do a lot of different kinds of business, right? You, you sold this you know, you listed this um, a historical hotel. You, I believe you dabble farm and ranch. Let's talk about what what is your portfolio of clientele look like? Let's talk about that a little bit. So last year, I would say um, it was almost half and half residential and farm and ranch and a few little local, when I say commercial properties, I'm talking in Rockdale. Um, sure. I have referred all my other commercial out to KW agents in the Austin area. That's that's not my niche. I'm I'm well aware of that. Uh, but the I've lived here my whole life, so I know this place like the back of my hand. Um, and you know, I'm going to go back to like how did all this happen so fast? I think there's a lot of different things that happened. I think a, a few scenarios. One was I showed up at a I was representing the seller. I showed up at a septic inspection uh, where they pump the septic and they inspect it in the pouring down rain at 8 a.m. It was cold. And that made an impression, obviously, on the seller. And then I had some uh, interviews with a big company called Luminate, who they were, they were also interviewing other agents. 
and I they got wind that this is this is the kind of person I am like I'll go I'll do I'll go above and beyond I will do whatever it takes I'm a problem solver um so I'm you know there in the pouring down rain watching the septic tank get pumped <laughs> <Not the glamorous laughs> we don't have a visual of that yeah, yeah 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 so anyway, I ended up getting the, the listings from Luminant, which ended up being like um, over 1,200 acres, $30 million worth of property, 18 wow. tracts of land, which we have all under contract, but three. So I, I just think it's things like that. And, and I had another client that um, it was Farm and Ranch. We met him out on the dirt road in the summer. I had open toe shoes on. I'm not sure why I did that, but I did. <laughs> and we're standing on the dirt road, uh, my husband Ward, and, and we're in the middle of the road. And this property is, it's beautiful. It's by Turkey Creek between Rockdale and Thorndale, but it had some access issues. Um, there was a bridge that had collapsed in 2015 during the flood, but beautiful property. Uh, it has a house, a farmhouse on the hill. Very difficult to sell. I got it sold. And that buyer, I mean, that seller told me, he says, if you can sell Turkey Creek, you can sell anything. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll keep trying, you know, for sure. Oh, and I love that. He entrusted in me, he and his wife, which are great salt of the earth down, just wonderful, wonderful people. They called me after I sold that and they said, we'd like to meet with you. We have some other properties that we want to sell. And I said, okay. So they bring me 10 different uh, property IDs. We meet at my kitchen table. We go over all the properties and they said, we'll probably want to just sell these seven. I said, all right. Um, he said, but we want to do a 1031. And, and so I learned a lot about 1031s that year. I bet you did. 1031 exchange. So the seven properties in exchange for a one massive property, which was about 788 acres. And um, I did it. I did it in less than 90 days. I did it less than 90 days. All wow. seven sold. They, and then I ended up representing them as a buyer's agent for this beautiful 788 acre ranch, um, home pool, horse racetrack, barn stalls. I mean, it was just ideal for their cattle business and for their, their three daughters that ride horses. Um, and I, I would have never dreamed it in a million years. I, I, I would have never dreamed it. And I, and I never even advertised or promoted myself that I did that. I was extremely proud of myself, but I did not want to come across as boastful. Like I just sold Bahala Farms. I mean, yeah. that, and that was the biggest, um, at that time, the biggest transaction that I'd ever done. So with, with that, you know, those people entrusting in me, and then of course I, I got, referrals from them, their family members, and then their friends. And it, it was just one thing to the next and truly a whirlwind. And I had multiple offers on all seven of those tracts of land, which made it even, even more, you know, challenging, but how rewarding it was for me. That that's, there's so many in there in that little what you just said that I want to dig into a little bit. So first of all, for those of you who are listening on the call right now, 1031 exchange is something where you're taking income properties or like, it can't be your primary. It's like an income producing property and you're selling that. And there's a very small time window gap 
where you invest that into another investment property. Okay. So you can like, like he went seven properties into one bigger one. Cause it's, you can do that. Right. Cause it's, it's a business to business kind of thing. So, um, so there's timelines, it's tricky. So you have to sell these in a certain, especially if you're coordinating seven properties to sell into the one big one. I mean, that had to take a lot of uh, focus and, and everything like that. But I want to go back to, so that's just so people know what a 1031 exchange is, which are really cool things because there's tax benefits for the um, the owners to do that. So you're, it's a, it's a way to not be getting capital tax gains. And I'm not, a, I'm not an accountant. <laughs> I'm not a CPA, full disclosure, but that's just the basic uh, uh, 1031 for dummies from Melanie Kenneman today. So uh, Turkey Creek, let's go back to that. You said yes. it was a piece of property. Was it just land or was there something on it? It was just, it was land. Uh, the creek ran through the middle, pretty much the middle of the property. There was an okay. old farmhouse that was up there. There was a couple of tanks, as we call them, or ponds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget my photographer. One time I sent him out to a property and I said, I need you to make sure you take a picture of the tank. And he came back. He said, I didn't see a tank. And I said, like a pond. He goes, oh yeah. He was thinking like a this was my, I would think it this was my California, yeah. Austin city boy, but I, yeah. he's, 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 he's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I love him. Um, he's done a great job. No, but that property, um, it, it was difficult to sell. Just but you couldn't even had, get to it. You, you yes. It, and it was, uh, the, the neighbor across the Creek was nice enough to allow us just access to show it, but there was no easement that was going to be, um, conveyed or anything like that. But we're standing there. I'm going to go back to that story because we're standing there in the middle of the road. And the the the, the client says, uh, kind of elbows me, and he's like pointing, and there's a rattlesnake. Okay, real close. Oh boy, put so your life. This is the thing. People don't realize real estate's yeah. risky business. Yeah. So and I again I said open toe shoes, uh, not ever again. So I'm standing there in the middle of the road with Ward, with the clients, and he elbows me. Well, I immediately get up into the truck like on the very top of the truck not just in the truck bed I'm on the very top <laughs> funny story Ward has a gun because we're out in the country and he attempts to shoot he's probably going to kill me for saying this he attempts to shoot, <laughs> <Hi, Ward. laughs> he attempts to shoot the rattlesnake um and it takes quite a few tries um like five or six maybe seven but who's counting right but yeah, who's right. Counting? I'm like kill it and long story short we end up going to the uh the ear doctor the next day because he had such a bad ringing in his ear from the and shooting <laughs> he's, we get in the car and he's like is the rate is is the radio like staticky i'm like no he goes oh no he said i think i damaged my ear so, from yeah. that rattlesnake turkey creek was just it's Turkey Creek stories. That is so funny. Well, that's that's showing property on land, right? That's a real yes. thing. I mean, I had to learn that moving to Texas, and I'm I'm pretty much in an office all the time. But man, just at my own house, I've had my own introduction to stuff like that, which is very new for me. But um, you know, you think about that property. That property opened the door to so many other things because you took on the challenge of something that was very, you know, quote unquote, hard to sell. <laughs> You found a way to sell it, and then it opened up this huge opportunity for you. Which again, you 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 stepped up to the challenge and you succeeded. So when you when you look at that, and I love having you on this show because what I want our listeners to get is listen how grounded 
and, and, and just kind Catherine is. She was in the teaching world for 27 years. And because of the way she treats people and how she shows up with her, her smarts and her being able to build character and being willing to take on challenges, know what she should, know what she shouldn't, know when to leverage it out to, you know, like you said, commercial, uh, the regular commercial Austin, I got people for that, right? Like know what to take on and know what not to take on, but how it just like, it was like a trifecta for you you know, saying yes to one thing and then proving yourself just open another door and another door. And that that's how life is. It's like when an opportunity shows up and you, and it's the right opportunity, right? You don't say yes to every opportunity, but, but you believed you could get that sold, right? I don't think you would have taken that on if you believed there was no way you could get it sold. And because you believed you could get it sold, you found a way and got it sold, which opened up a whole nother just door of opportunity for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you look back at that, where do you think, like, where do you think all of those gifts you had came from? Mm, That's a really good question. Um, I I guess I just go back to my parents and the way that my parents raised me. They were just hardworking people. And I didn't know any difference. You know, I mean, I grew up we worked hard. Uh, if whatever you did, you did hundred percent. If, if it's sweeping the floor, you did it hundred percent. You didn't just halfway do something. Um, so I, I really think it's just the values that my parents instilled in yeah. me. That's awesome. And, my, and husband, I've, yeah, my husband, the same value. So it really oh. connected us well. Yeah. You, you both show up the same way. Now I'll bet you, I'll bet you that if we rewound your life five years and watched you in your teaching world, right. Uh, you would show up the same way there. I love teaching. And there wasn't one day that I dreaded ever going to work. I, I loved teaching. I loved kids. I loved seeing their progress. It's a little bit like real estate. There's a little bit of delayed gratification because you may not see it in the very beginning, but my goodness, by the end of the year, you see their growth that they've, you know, accomplished. And, and now I have former students reaching out to me for real estate. Um, and I had a really special one last January. They were about to go into a foreclosure and re- we were like down to the wire, like maybe a week. And it wasn't a big deal. It was $125,000 house. And I was able to help them. And so it's not about the money. It was, it's about helping people. And I, and I, that's really how I stay focused and grounded. I think is it's about helping people. And, you know, when I think about my kind of top three stories that are, I feel successful with, with the Turkey Creek and then the 1031 exchange, and then going to uh, the opportunity to work and sell luminance properties and then now, you know, helping this family of not, not getting foreclosure. I mean, that was just the icing on the cake that just, just made me feel wonderful. So there was a, was it a, a, a they were going to lose their home in foreclosure and you were able to help them save it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about yes. that a little bit. So they, you know, I, I guess they had signed on with the COVID relief, you know, that they would not have to make payments for X amount of days. And those days were already up. And they had, they had said they didn't receive a letter in the mail, but a, you know, whatever. It was about to, it was getting really bad. And we were waiting on title to um, 
do the search and I had to make some special calls. I'm like, I need, we, I, I really like, this is important. I'm, I know it's not a great big deal financially, but we need this, we need this to happen and we have to have it closed by, you know, such and such. And, and it did. So again, just helping, helping people and, and coming from contribution. And again, I said this at the beginning, we give back, um, we, tr we give back to our community, uh, Red Day, you know, uh, uh, there was a challenge put out there on Red Day on the Dress for Success. And I didn't go in that day thinking I'm going to donate X amount of dollars. I knew I was going to make a contribution and donate, but not to the level that I did. But I just thought, you know what? This is the right thing to do. Um, and that's what I love about Keller Williams is, you know, KW Cares and, and Red Day. And I carry that over into our, our local community here where we, we give back all the time, whether we give back to local fire departments because we kind of have a special bond with those. Of the, the, the listings that I have in Bastrop and Lee County, we've donated to their fire departments. Uh, they see my signs everywhere. I want them to know that, you know, I'm a person that wants to, to, to give back to the community. I, I love that. I just got chili bumps when you brought up the red day thing. I just it had this flashback of that moment in that room where, where, where you and Donna Andrews. Yes, Donna. Yes. Yeah. Donna stood up and did the whole dare to care thing. I and know. I got it. You just yeah. stood up and it was like the, the woman at Dress for Success couldn't believe it. She could not believe it. And what you two did in that room that day was so inspiring. I know Tamara was there. Um, it was incredible. And I, I really believe that it's all about contribution. And the more people you help, the more you can't help but help yourself. And you're not doing it for that, right? You're not doing that for that at all, but it's this beautiful law of reciprocity is when you do good into the world and you really genuinely contribute to others and make other people's lives better. If that's your thing, which I believe that's your thing, it's definitely my thing. It comes back to you in, in different ways. You just even don't even know, but, but I love the fact that you have that giving heart because I think it's this abundant mindset. You see people, and I think this is really important conversation for what we're going through right now. We have inflation, cost of living, times are tough for people. And yet there's always someone we can help. And it doesn't have to be financial, Correct. right? You're, it, it, helping others is such an important part of life, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I love that that's such a part of yours. And uh, yeah, I just want to, I just want to point that out that if, if any of you are out there thinking, yeah, but I don't have this and I didn't do this and that. So I can't do that. There are so many things you can do. Yeah. Give your time. And, you know, and that's what I would say to a new agent, if, you know, they haven't, and it's expensive to get into real estate. Marketing is expensive there. You know, there's a lot of expenses that I know I didn't realize in the beginning, but if, if you don't have it, financially give your time you know that's go volunteer that's that's the greatest thing and it's the greatest feeling and isn't that the greatest gift you can give somebody you know is your time and your energy right and you you just never know where your kindness will go and helping somebody else along the way how the that will just trickle and trickle and trickle I I, I just love that so much okay question I ask all my guests Miss Catherine is what does playing to win look like to you Playing to win looks like determination and perseverance, just being consistent, not giving up, looking for solutions 
because there is always a solution. It might not be what someone wants, but I really like being able to help problem solve and, and help clients know that we can make this work. We can make this a win-win. We just have to come up with sometimes a little bit more creative solution than, you know, what your, your typical is. And, and I think that's with this market that we're dealing with now, definitely have to be some, some creative thinking, um, some fi creative financing. And uh, I, I just go back to not giving up and just going all the way. You know, um, I think about, I can't think of the name of the movie. Gosh, uh, it's slipped my mind. The football, they're on the football field. Um, and they've got the guy blindfolded and they're going all the way to the, oh yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Name of that movie. yeah. Anyway, he doesn't know. He's like, keep going, keep going. Don't quit. Like don't, quit. don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. And oh, is it called water boy? Yeah. What is it? What is it called? I'm, I'm just kidding. I said, is it called water boy? But that's not. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, and I think that's kind of what it is. You know, you've got, you've got that, um, he had that blindfold on and he didn't think he could do it. And just, you just keep going and you stay focused. And, and that's what I think probably playing to win is for me is to just keep on keeping on. I love that. I get, I get chills when I, I love, and I love that answer. And I love hearing people's different answers to that because it's, that's such a question that gets to your gut. Playing to win is different for everybody. Right. And there's no right or wrong. They're all beautiful answers. And I, and I love that answer. And that's so good. What I love about, well, I love many things about your story, Catherine, obviously, right. You know that. Uh, but what I love is, is just a few years ago, you were stuck at a $50,000 max income. In, in a job that you probably might have continued doing had had you had more uh, earning potential because you're just a giver and you're just a natural teacher at heart. We always say teachers make great real estate agents, by the way. What's your advice to people that feel stuck and feel that they've kind of maxed out in what they're doing and aren't aren't feeling happy? What What is your advice after just making that bold move yourself? What's your advice to them? So are you asking like if they're in a different career at this point? Okay. I definitely would take the risk. I would take the leap of faith. And if you're feeling like that in your job, know that number one, real estate is not easy. Some people make it look easy. It's not Amen. easy. It's a lot of work. Uh, you're dealing with a lot of different people and personalities and no two deals are exactly the same ever. <laughs> Occasionally we get a real easy one, when I say easy, but most there's some challenges for sure that, you know, and you work hard for that. But my advice would be if you were feeling like you were stuck in your current job, then whether it's moving to real estate or another career, why not? I mean, life is too short. Life is too short not to take, take that risk, take that opportunity. Um, what's it going to hurt? You know, if you go back, if you need to go back to what you were doing before, then you, you can do it. You can do it. But I definitely say, take the risk, take, take the opportunity.
They say that that there's a book about like the the regrets of the dying or something like that. And they talk about the things, you know, some of it's like I worked too hard. I didn't have to spend enough time with my family or what, different things. Right. But I feel like if it's something you're passionate about. Right. I mean, I think regret is one of the worst things in life to carry with you. Mm-hmm. And it's better to have gone for it and failed and said, yeah, that's not what I thought to have lived your life than to hold that in you and then build resentment that I didn't do it. Right. And, and I, and you are such a great testament of somebody that just really bet on themselves and made the leap. Now, how about to people that have gotten in the business and are struggling right now, any advice for them? I would go back to Gary Keller's book, (laughs) read shift, read the MREA, just, you know, stay with the systems that work. Don't try to recreate anything. Use Use leverage if you're struggling with the contracts, paperwork side of it, or you're struggling with your uh, business side of it, then, you know, find people to help you. But number one, I think treat this as a business. This is my business. I I time block every day. I I mean, I'm up early every day, work late every day. And I, I just, I treat it truly as a business. Yeah. And I think that the last few years, we kind of got out of our habits, right? Our, our habits of focus, legion, follow up, really digging deeper, studying the market, all of those things, because we were moving so quickly. So I think this is a real opportunity for the people that want to end up on the other side of this and end up on the other side of this better than, than they've been before, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 there's opportunity there. I mean, you're, you're living, your daughter is an example of this. I mean, she just got in, she doesn't know any better. And look what she's doing. She's outperforming a lot of people. And we're excited. Uh, We we have big goals. And I think one thing Lisa told me at the very beginning, I think it was, uh, she said, you need to listen to the podcast or read um, 10 times the the power or whatever. You know, you can go, don't, don't narrow your thinking to this. So that has definitely opened up my, mindset that anything's possible. I love that. I love that. Uh, Last parting thoughts for our listeners today. What would you like to leave them with? A couple of things. First of all, just, I'm very thankful for the, the support that I get from Keller Williams and from my family. Uh, We have three daughters. One is 33 and she is a nurse. No, let me get it right. 33. They'll kill me. Mom, <laughs> I can just hear a mom. Yeah. Uh, Katie, Katie is 33 and she is a counselor and she has two beautiful daughters, our first two granddaughters, and she's expecting our third, uh, her, her third daughter. In a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be headed south in a couple of weeks when the baby comes. So that's uh, just super excited about that. And then our middle daughter is 31 and she's a nurse practitioner. And she has a three-year-old daughter. And then our first grandson, Jet, um, he's one. He just turned one in October. And then, of course, we have the baby of the family, Courtney, who's 26, who is now a realtor and on our team. So uh, I'm super proud of my family. You know, I feel like when you can raise successful children and and they're happy and all the son-in-laws are good, so they're all good. (laughs) Awesome. Are great. Um, but it's just, uh, it's just refreshing. And it, it feels great to know that you've raised successful 
mm. children that have grown up and then they have blessed me with the greatest gift of all the grandchildren um and then just the good lord we're, we're blessed we thank him every day um for for blessing us and continuing to bless us and we will continue to go out there and work hard and uh, and i could not do any of this without ward um my husband of 34 years he um He's my cheerleader, but he's much more than that. He handles the marketing. He keeps my head on straight some days. Uh, I, say, I always say he tolerates me well. <laughs> <laughs> you two are so cute together. I, I, I don't know. You're kind of at the top of like, you know, I, I love husbands that are raving fans of their wives. And, and he definitely is that. So Ward, I know you're listening. Yeah. Keep and, it up, buddy. Good job. Yeah, Good we, job. Yeah. We did grow up together. I mean, we dated all through high school, high school sweethearts, uh, college. So, you know, we've evolved and changed and grown. And, and now we're those grandparents sitting in our rockers and, and we're loving it, absolutely loving it. And then I guess the last thing I would like to say is, and, and we share this with our children too, is never miss an opportunity to help someone when they're down and they need help because you never know when you're going to need that help. So we, we just, we've tried to instill that in our children that you just, if someone needs help, you be there to help them because you never ever know when it, the wheels are going to turn and change and, and you might be that one. So always, always be there to give a helping hand and be kind to the world. We are so honored and proud to be in business with you. I know we all, I speak for all of us, I'm so proud of you. And we'll, we'll be here cheering you on and supporting you. And we'll navigate this all together. Um, but that playing to win mindset is everything. And you guys get to decide. So again, if you're listening to this and you're not having the success in life that you want, you're just one decision away, one habit away from mm -hmm. having a different life. And Catherine, you're a great, 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 great role model for living a great life. Thanks for being on the show. It's so fun to see people who are willing to bet on themselves and jump all in and not let the distractions of life stop them or give them reasons why they can't succeed. So the fact that somebody can be 27 years in a career that peaks out at $50,000, it's not always, a, it's not all about the money, but the fact that she went from that to a million dollars in GCI gross commission income two years in to her full-time real estate career. And I just think it's such a great example of if you're feeling somewhere in your life that you're not in the right spot, you're not doing the right profession, or you're not surrounded by the right people, then really take a look at what do you want that to look like because life is short. And when you play to win and you make these decisions, and you surround yourself with really good people and you're not always looking for the excuses why it's not going to work. Instead, you look to all the reasons how it can. It's a beautiful thing. So I just love her big heart. She gives back. She's always helping others. And she can't help but have great things happen to her. So super honored to have her as my guest this time. And I hope it inspired you to look at yourself and look at your life and think about what are you what are you missing? Is it a relationship? Is it in your career? Like, what is that for you? And then, you know, be that solver of your problem and take a, take a chance on yourself. 
and surround yourself with really, really good people. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you on the next time on the second half.